Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Forensic Psychology is a podcast that provides an illuminating window into the workings of the criminal mind. Now, here's your host, Dr. Carlos. Welcome back, everybody. Well, today we have a great guest. His name is Cesar A. Garcia. You can find him at official Cesar Garcia, C-E-S-A-R-G-A-R-C-I-A, official Cesar Garcia on TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. Go check it out. You've also probably seen him. He's been in a lot of different TV shows. If I'm correct, he's been on Breaking Bad, Criminal Minds, NCIS LA, True Detective, On My Block, Runaways, The Shield. He's been busy. We're going to find out a little bit about his story and his life in just a second. Before we get started, make sure to share, subscribe, hit that like button. You know we like it. Let's not waste any more time. Welcome to the show. Cesar Garcia, welcome, sir. Hey, how's it going? Thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. So you have an incredible story, really fascinating story. Um, Let's do this. Tell me a little bit about where you grew up. I grew up in East Los Angeles. Uh, in a predominantly impoverished uh, neighborhood, the low, you know, uh, grew up with a single mom who later remarried, um, a nice man, and they had two more kids. My brother Roy, who passed away of a, of a drug overdose, and my sister, who was alive and well. Uh, grew up in East Los brother? Angeles, uh, you know, was uh, influenced by, by the surroundings as a young man, not having a strong family unit I uh, it was easy for me to fall into you know into the the likes of gang members and people of that nature and uh, soon I uh, started to uh, you know follow in their footsteps uh, you know sorry to hear about your brother yeah I think on your Instagram you have it as evolved gang member which is interesting because regardless of what happened it does make it does contribute to your personality. It contributes to who you are, and I'm sure you've, there's there's things you've learned there that you now you're taking into the future. But before we get to that, do you remember how you got started in the gang world? Well, at first, uh, you know, gang gang culture was all around me in the particular mm-hmm. neighborhood that I grew up in. I ended up from that neighborhood gang later in my life, but. Off the bat, you know, I was influenced by by the characters in that in that environment. And, you know, these people were to me, you know, I didn't know what a gang member was. They were just people. They were they were fun people. They were really good people. Uh, These people are the first people that showed me love, that gave me attention, that pretty much fulfilled some of the needs that I had as a young child, you know. And Mm -hmm. so uh, at first I just started getting into trouble with the the younger brothers of some of these older gang members, you know, and some of the other kids in the neighborhood uh, who had the same, uh, you know, upbringing, you know, they had either single parent 
households or, you know, or the parents were either gang members or uh, had, you know, alcohol, drug issues, uh, you know, a neighbor of mine, you know, the mom was a prostitute, you know, oh. uh, things of that nature. So I started hanging out with these kids and, uh, you know, not having uh, great resources, you know, we just found ways to have fun and to entertain ourselves with with, with around us and uh, not having a uh, very, uh, very good direction, you know, or, or people directing us in the right direction, uh, we got in trouble. And so it started that way. I started getting into trouble, started going into juvenile hall at a young age before I became a gang member. Once I uh, entered the, you know, the system, the juvenile system, you know, I became more familiar uh, with gang culture, you know, with uh, hundreds and thousands of young men, just like myself, who were full-blown gang members, you know, kids in there that were, you know, 10, 11 years old, and they're for murder, anything from murder to, uh, you know, to petty theft, you know, you name it. And uh, I started to, uh, you know, to feel like I, you know, like, like a belonging to that, you know, it, it, uh, mm. I can relate to it because these people, these young kids also came from neighborhoods like mine. So it was always like, you know, we were all the same. And so uh, going back to the neighborhood after getting out of jail, you know, I would start looking at the, you know, the older gang members a little different. I started looking at them as uh, almost like role models, you know. I started to want to aspire to be like them, you know, and uh, and then soon after, I pretty much in my head as like a fantasy, I made my own. Uh, I I started to you know pretty much make this plan that I was going to be part of this gang and pretty much live that kind of life, you know. I was going to be a gang member myself, and I wanted to be from the gang before I was put on the gang, but I was too young, so I had to wait, but. As soon as I was able to be a part of it, I was more than happy to be a part of it and uh, was quick to, you know, to get involved and join in on the rest of the activities, which, you know, turned some of the lesser crimes into more serious crimes. Is it true that they usually have like a mentor that helps with recruitment? I mean, an older guy or something like that that tries to take you under his wing? You know what? Uh, for me, that's not the reason that I got in. Um, there was influential characters. There was people that, you know, that I uh, looked up to and started to kind of, you know, look to. Uh, and, and they were a great influence. Uh, once I joined the gang, maybe a year or two later, uh, I did meet uh, someone who was like that, who was almost like, uh, like someone that took me under the wing, an older, older gang member who took a likeness to me and my particular crew of you know, still uh, teenage, you know, very young gang members and started to kind of teach us the ropes and, you know, uh, teach us all the <laughs> all the bad stuff, you know, take it to another level. It was quite sophisticated in that remember. sense. I don't remember. I know we're the similar age. I don't remember. Was Colors out by that time? Uh, you know, Colors, uh, when was Colors shot or when did Colors release? I'm not sure. Darn, I can't remember when Colors was out and what was Blood In and Blood Out was the other one too. Yeah, Blood In, Blood Out, American Me. That was that was much later. Colors was first. I don't remember exactly when that was released, but um, but Colors was almost uh for gang members, it was almost like a celebration of the culture. There was a movie that pretty much, you know, kind of showed the rest of the world, 
that culture, right? Because a lot of people weren't weren't familiar with it until colors, at least in other states and parts of the world, right? Absolutely. 1988 is when it came out. Yeah. So you were about 18 or 17 years old at that, that time, too. So I was already a gang member, you know? Yeah. So it was almost like uh, it was like um, it just added to the I don't know to the to the whole excitement of being a gang member. It's like oh cool now there's this movie that's sort of glamorizing, even though it might not have been that to us. It was like it was like yeah we got a movie that shows our lifestyle. You know what I mean? Sure, absolutely. It kind of gives you a more of a mystique. Yeah, yeah. You know, in a weird way, and it pumps you up. It pumps you up a little more. You know, oh, it makes you more excited about what you're doing, you know? Did you notice the public treating you differently if the, or people more leery about you or anything of that nature? Well, uh, I didn't leave the area that I grew up in much. Mm. So, you know what I mean? People in that (laughs) area pretty much already, already accustomed to everything. So there was no difference. They just saw us get worse. They saw us grow up and get worse. Older people in the neighborhood just, you know, saw kids like me go in that direction and just get worse. I know you and I uh, were pretty close, actually. It looks like we grew up in similar, closer areas. I grew up in, on Roscoe Boulevard. I don't know if you're familiar with Roscoe. Roscoe. Oh, yeah, in the Valley. I mean, I grew up in East LA. I'm not from yeah. the Valley, but I did end up moving to the Valley for about a year. Uh, first time I was ever in the Valley, I moved out there with, uh, with my first uh, baby's mom, uh, which was also a gang member from my gang. She was the first uh, girl that I had kids with. We had three kids. And um, anyway, we ended up moving out there uh, to get away from what was going on at the moment uh, in East L.A. in our neighborhood. We went out there. We had kids. We, we said, let's go somewhere far. And just, you know, it's, you know, when you're young, you just got to make these, these choices or whatever. We went out there. The only thing we could afford is, uh, is North Hills in the ghetto, which is all apartments. <laughs> And, uh, you know, we lived on Langdon between Nordoff and Parthenia, and it was it was super ghetto. And uh, I think I told you a little story right before we started <laughs> this, and I'll go ahead and share it, you know. Thank you. Uh, and I moved out there, you know, I'm from East L.A., so I moved out there thinking the valley, you know. Even me and my girlfriend at the time, we thought, oh, you know, the valley, we pictured, like, this pretty place, you know, that would be so different. But, again, the only thing we could afford was where we moved, which ended up being the same or worse so the first day i moved there i'm thinking i'm all big and bad you know east la so i decided walk you know to walk to the store go get some milk and stuff and as soon as i hit the corner uh i got hit up by some guys you know i won't say the gang but it was one of it was a predominant gang in that area in the in the valley san fernando valley area and uh, these guys shot me up man they i didn't even answer the question of where i was from they just started firing bullets at me no one no they didn't hit me but um it was a wake-up call man it taught yeah. me that you know what uh the valley is not you know the valley's pretty tough as well that's interesting because i know you were yeah you were really close i know we were down in panorama and yeah, we were close to that um, panorama high school area and you were close to that church i think somewhere up there too yeah it is. It's, it's an understatement. Yeah, people don't get the impression that not everybody was a valley girl or a valley boy. <laughs> like the yeah. movies, was it Fast Times at Richmond High kind of thing? Yeah, uh, yeah. Did you ever watch The Warriors? Out of curiosity? Must have seen Absolutely. It. Yeah, that was a classic. Oh, yeah. I love Warriors. 
Well, let me outsiders, ask. warriors, classics. Outsiders, that's right. <laughs> outsiders, yeah, that's oh. my that's my movie right there. What was that Matt Dillon? I think it was and... Matt Dillon. Yeah, a lot of uh, I think it made a lot of actors. I think you put them all on the map. Yeah, a bunch of them. yeah. Shoot, I, think, I can't remember. Um, that's fascinating stuff. So we go back. So now, as you go through, you had children. Was that the time where you started realizing maybe it's time to get out of the gang, or no? Absolutely not. Not no, okay. absolutely not. No, unfortunately. You know, I'm not proud, but it is what it is. I'm telling my story. I'm going to tell my story what, how it is. Uh, no, absolutely not. I was, a, I was an active gang member as a father of three kids. Hmm. Uh, you know, I, I, um, again, I'm not proud, but this, this, I'm sure a lot of people in my shoes can relate to this. You know, I used to carry a gun uh, in, my, in my baby's diaper bag. Sometimes I would keep a, a loaded semi-automatic underneath them in the, in the you know, in the stroller underneath, underneath their butt, you know, and, uh, you know, and, and that's the life I lived. Nothing stopped. Wow. Kids didn't stop anything, you know, pretty much how people say, you know, one monkey don't stop the show. Well, for me, unfortunately, my kids did not stop the show. Uh, on the other hand, for my, for my girlfriend, which she was also an active gang member, uh, she honestly did make some changes, hmm. um, which led to us breaking up because she did make I have nothing but respect for this woman she changed many many decades before I even thought about changing and thankfully she was able to be a you know a, a good mom to to those particular kids uh you know again I I love my kids and I I I learned about love through them because I didn't even know what love was but you know, when you when you have something that you know that comes from you, you know, you discover things. And I discovered love through them and I did my best. You know, I I, I loved them the best that I could being a teenage gang member. You know what I mean? So I uh, I still lived a certain way, unfortunately. Um, you I remember. Make a great point because we don't get a manual as parents. Yeah, especially if you know you didn't you if you don't grow up in in that kind of setting, you know, like the Beavers or whatever. You know, my only idea of what a family was was on TV. You know what I'm saying? Did you want that by chance? Of course, I think deep inside, yeah. you know, we all want that. We don't we don't sit there and dwell on it or feel bad about it. But I think deep inside, you know, in our nature, right, we want that. Of course, we yearn for that. Uh, I think I, I realized this later in life, not at the moment. There's so much going on. You don't have time to spend on, on something like that for more than a few seconds. But I think deep inside, we all want that. We all want that sense of security and, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Love and, and affection and, and just to just to feel that, you know, that we're safe and we're okay and we're loved. Uh, yeah, I completely agree. It's, it's a, especially with three little ones, man. It's, it's a lot of work. You're busy. <laughs> yeah, we came up, became a, yeah, I became a father, you know, while still a teenager. So I still was growing and figuring out life myself, you know. I was a kid with kids, basically, you know. Now, do you have, um, I know you share your stories here on, on interviews as well, but you haven't written a book or anything yet on, on your life, right? I haven't yet, no. Okay. But I plan to, absolutely. Okay. Well, I think it's always, it's great, it's inspiring story. So I guess due to the lack of time, let's move forward. And when did you decide you had to hang up the gang of life? You know what? A lot of stuff happened and I, um, I kept going, man, for probably longer than I should have. The good thing is that I eventually did, 
let it go. Now, like you said earlier on my, you know, on my social media, on one of them, it says evolved gang member. That's what I am. You know, I'm, I never got out of my gang. I'm still a gang member. I'm an evolved gang member. I'm reformed in my ways and my perspective and my, you know, my views, you know what I'm saying? Sure. And, and no longer think or behave in the same way. But, you know, so that's why I say evolved. Uh, at some point, I, you know, I seen a lot of stuff go down. You know, I, I saw the first person die when I was five. I saw most of my peers, uh, gang, you know, hoodmates die or go to jail for consecutive life sentences and what have you, right? Including my own brother who died, uh, you know, so... I had every reason to stop, but it never dawned on me. Um, I think that, you know, just as I, as I, uh, as I continue to grow and mature and evolve eventually late, but eventually better late than never. Right. I, uh, I came to the conclusion, even though my whole life I had prepared for it and, and almost it was like this, uh, like I said, it was this fantasy, this illusion that I was going to be this, that this is what I was going to be. I was going to be a gang member and I was going to end up doing a hundred years, you know, and, and be in a, in a jail cell for 23 hours a day and come out. And, you know, I was going to be this big shot caller and sending kites and, 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 and commanding stuff. And, you know, this was, it was, it was a fantasy that I had, but I wanted to live up to that fantasy my whole life. And I'll be honest, one day it just dawned on me, you know, wow, I shit, I don't feel like dying after all i don't you know what i don't feel like going to jail for the rest of my life i don't think it's such a great idea after all for the first time it just kind of dawned on me after years of years of of seeing so much uh you know so much uh just bad stuff and pain and, and suffering i think one day it just really dawned on me subconsciously and it, and it creeped up into my conscious mind and, and it and it kind of just came up and i started to to think about it. And that is when I decided that, you know what, there's really no other place to go from here, you know, except go to go to jail for life, or end up uh, like most of the people, including my brother, you know, in a, in a grave. And I and I just for the first time in my life felt like that wasn't such a great idea after all. And that was the beginning of where I am today. From there, uh, things started to fall into place in a more positive way. And I started to see uh, good where I didn't see it before, you know? Hmm. That's interesting. Again, folks, we're talking about official Caesar Garcia. You can get him on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Official Caesar Garcia, C-E-S-A-R Garcia. That's incredible. Yeah, because that's, that's, well, how did they receive that? Or did you even tell anybody in the gang or did you just bail ship? How did that even happen there? You know what? Um, I don't have the I don't have the, the perfect way to do it. Um, what works for me was just simply really like, you know, I, I never I never um, faked it when I was part of it. And I and I never faked it, you know, uh, going in a different direction. I always kept it real. I was always honest. And and I wasn't the guy that, that started to, to, to go in a certain direction and then came back when things weren't good or when I get in a fight or something bad happened and I was back in the neighborhood doing the same thing. I started to move in that direction. Uh, you know, uh, in, in, in an honest and sincere way. And, and I never, I just kept my word, you know, I kept my word for one. And I started looking for things to do, you know, I started looking for things to do that were positive. 
you know, whether whether it was a job or whether it was a certain something, you know, uh, any kind of schooling or anything. There was a lot of things that I did, but I started going in a different direction. I never turned my back to my, my you know, my, to, to them, to my old friends. I just simply started to kind of move in a different direction. And uh, to this day, you know, I'm, I'm good with uh, everybody that's from my neighborhood. I'm just in a different place, you know. I, I, I still hold very good relationships with those that were my immediate, you know, friends, my immediate crew, my clique or whatever you want to call it. Because my gang's big, you know, and everybody's gangs are big. And you don't, you're not 100% on that level with everybody, but you have that group of them. You know what I mean? That you are. Sure. And for me, those people, the ones that are left, we are, we are solid as we always been. And a lot of them have changed and some of them haven't. But for me, you know, I'm there for them still in a different way now. You know, I say, hey, you know, don't call me to, to ask me for this or that or for a gun or, you know, don't call to tell me about what's going on in the neighborhood, you know. But if you need help in a different way, I, you know, I'll help you. You know what I'm saying? If you're sure. trying to do something different, if you, you know, if something happened in your life and I can help you in a way that where I'm not breaking the law, where I'm not going out of character of who I am today, and I'll do it, you know. So I think it's just really that, you know, you just got to be honest and, Keep it real all the way, you know, just keep it real. Never fake it. You know, I think at the end of the day, people can respect that no matter what. That's like a perfect segue into your acting career because <laughs> you've been really busy. Now, were you in also, were you in the Mayans? I have not been on the Mayans. No. Okay. Okay. So I know you've been in a lot of different movies. I see on your Instagram, you have yourself with, with Danny Trejo. Yeah. So that, he's a super guy as well. Um. Tell us how that started. How did you get into acting? You know what? It just kind of fell in my lap. Uh, I was actually at a music video. And that is the day I met uh, my first uh, manager agent was a guy, Manny Jimenez. I think he would be a great person to interview, by the way. Hmm. He was the CEO of uh, of like the go-to company, the go-to agency in Hollywood if you wanted real deal you know, characters, real people from the street, from the hood, you know, uh, it was called Suspect Entertainment and uh, had quite a <laughs> quite a buzz. You can look look it up to this day and you'll see all the articles and stuff. Great guy. I'm still friends with him. He is now a writer, director, producer, um, and I'm actually working with him on a couple of projects. I've already uh, been directed by him in one project. You can find some of his uh, some of his material and content on Manny Jimenez Senior on YouTube. Great stuff. Great stuff yeah. from 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 a cinematic theatrical to a lot of the stuff that he also does, you know, as a ex gang member and and now reformed and and trying to help, you know, our community. Oh, that's that's fascinating. Yeah, because I just looked it up on right now on Instagram again, folks. Is Manny Jimenez Senior Sr. Yeah. Um, so does he, what is he, what is he looking for? Is he looking for somebody he knows wants to get out of that life, wants something different, something better, I guess, than what that life provided is he, does he kind of figure that out or does he see just a, a talent or both? Well, he doesn't do that anymore. Sorry. I didn't say he doesn't oh. have the, he doesn't manage talent anymore. That's how right. he started. And that's when I met him. So we had like, like the biggest agency that had, you know, all of Hollywood would always hit us up for like real people you know what i mean on that level real gang member type ex Fallon or whatever now uh he has retired from that and is now a director writer producer i didn't explain that so now that's all, right. all he does all right cool and he basically tells stories and he writes 
some you know stories uh, from that point of view. You know. No, I know. I, I see the website right now or his Instagram page. Now on yours, how does it feel playing a gang member on TV? Does it feel weird? <laughs> I mean, it? it's always it's always been weird to me. You know, it's always been weird. And I know a lot of people say, oh, you know, is that all you want to play? No, that's not all I want to play. But um, it's been fun playing that. It's been, uh, you know, it's something that I can obviously relate to. It's not much of a challenge, even though acting is acting. You know, a real gang member still can't play a good role because you need to learn your, your lines. You need to learn. There's a lot that you need to learn and be aware of as an actor on a set, you know, uh, filming something. It's not just you don't just go on there and do what you want and act, you know, like who you are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's pieces of you in that, but it's still work and there's still a craft to it. Um, for me, it's been fun. It's been great. Uh, I am moving on to different roles now. Oh, cool. I, uh, you know, I'm very uh, particular uh, with, you know, with choosing my roles now, unless it's something really, really big or, you know, I rather... Uh, I turned down a lot of stuff that is for gang members nowadays. I just recently um, got a movie that I'm going to be shooting where I'm not playing a gang member. And I hope to have more like that. It's just in Hollywood, it's really hard sometimes for Hollywood to see you in a different light when you've already kind of established yourself as something. But I'm hoping to break that soon, you know, with some yeah. hard work and uh, dedication. Oh, we're hoping for it too. That's cool. Yeah, because you don't want to get pigeonholed, like you said. Sometimes you will. You get stuck in that little spot. And, but you know, that's, that's fascinating. I think people underestimate how hard acting is. Yeah. People think it's just going in there and just, it's not. You got to you gotta learn the scenes. You got to memorize your actions and dialogue as well as others in that scene. Um, there's a lot to it. It's, uh, there's a whole nother level to it, you know? How long have you been acting now? Um, over it's I stopped counting it's I always say just over 10 years because I think that's oh, like wow. you know a big mark already uh but um I'm still learning I'm yeah, still always ending, uh no it never ends it never ends and there's always uh people that are just taking it to different levels I know we're getting, ready to, craft. we're getting ready to run out of time what's your ideal role like you really want and you're hoping in the future is it to be the next born identity is it with <laughs> a johnny depp kind of thing on pirates of the caribbean type of thing do you have any kind of role you always wish you could do you know what i uh, love action films i love action films i i wish i could be uh tom cruise someday you know because <laughs> i love action films but at the same time deep inside on a more personal level i would love to play like a teacher or a father, you know, something oh, wow. that where I can showcase a different side of humanity that I haven't shown in some of my, you know, most of my characters. But That's action really is a, action is a no brainer. I love action, which is why I liked, uh, why I enjoyed doing Fast and Furious 4 so much because it was mostly action, you know. I'm a real yeah. physical person. I'm very athletic and, and you know, at my age. And so I love I love that stuff. But on a deeper sense, I would love to play something that is more on the level of that, like maybe a school teacher of like, like maybe a drama with a with maybe a true story drama about you know maybe where I could play like a school teacher to like first grade kids or elementary kids. I mean, that would definitely show a different side of me. 
I got a good one for you, I think, already. You can do a remake of Lean on Me. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a kind of the combination, right? A teacher as well as you had yeah. a little bit of action in that movie as well. Yeah. Oh, wait, Lean on Me or Stand and Deliver? Sorry. I think you uh, meant Stand and Deliver. No, no. With Lean Escalante? Oh, that, I forgot about that one. I was thinking about Morgan Freeman's Lean on Me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. When, he, when he had the uh, students that went crazy in that one school. I can't remember what school that was. Was it L.A. or not? Yes, uh, I remember one where it was 187. Also, it was a movie. Oh, 187. Yeah, that's another. But that's one. with Samuel L. Jackson, I believe, right? Samuel Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's another good actor too. Is there any actor you really admire? I guess my last question will be that. Any actor that you really, I want to be like this, or this is kind of how I craft myself to be. You know what? There's a lot of really good actors. I think uh, some of the actors out there are better at certain things. Like there's great actors for certain, you know, there's great comedic actors. There's great actors for drama. So I don't have one in particular. I, I appreciate and, and admire a lot of actors. Uh, you know, uh, somebody, you know, like at this time, I would say, I don't know, Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio is a good actor, I believe. Mm. Um, and then there's some old school actors who I also uh enjoy watching um and then in between like uh you know like um you know the De Niro's, El Pacino's the you know uh Denzel's and then you got mm -hmm. people like uh what's his name um from uh, Godfather what's his name um oh um you said Pacino uh what's it was I, I can't think Al Pacino no 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 uh, from uh Godfather the he's he's an older actor oh I don't Marlon think Brando Marlon Brando stuff yeah. like that yeah so there's a lot of actors that I look up to in that sense. I lied. One more question if I could really quickly. Yes, absolutely. No, are you, no rush. Are you married? I am. Okay. So be careful how you answer this. <laughs> yes. But who would you like to be a leading lady in a role? Hmm. That's a good one. I never thought of that <laughs> because careful. I'm married. <laughs> that's what I was as saying. A guy, as a married guy, trying not to, you know, that stuff doesn't, yeah, no. Um, no, there's a lot of uh, great actresses, too, as well. I mean, geez, um, I would love to act, uh, you know, have a role with uh, J-Lo, um, Salma Hayek. I mean, um, and then some also some older uh, actresses. Uh, can't think of her name right now. Kim Basinger. I mean, you name it. There's, oh, there's wow. some good actresses. Viola Davis. I mean, you know, uh, what is the girl that played Tina Turner? I've always enjoyed her. Oh, Jacqueline Bissett. Uh, no, no. What's no. her name? Tina Turner played a, a Tina Turner, and uh, what is it? What's, What's love it? got to do with it? Yeah, great black actress. Anyways, yeah, she's great. There's a lot of good actresses. <laughs> anyone, anyone that, that I think, uh, anyone that I think would uh, would uh, bring something out of me, or make me, or push me to, uh, you know, to 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 showcase a, a side of me maybe that I haven't. Awesome. Angela Bassett. That's what it was. There you go. Angela Bassett. That's what it was. Oh, awesome stuff. Again, folks, you can find more information on official Cesar Garcia, official Cesar Garcia. You can check him out on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. Cesar, I can't thank you enough for taking the time to be with us. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. It's been great. Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody. Hey, you know what to do. Share, subscribe, and hit that like button. You know we like it. Stay safe out there.
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.